Aurora, Sandy Hook, San Bernardino, Orlando, Sutherland Springs, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Poway, Midland and Odessa, Boulder, Buffalo, Uvalde. When does it end? One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with both having decades of hosting experience under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is you will be entertained. This is the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly look into the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Live from the Nerdy Network Studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about this week, Paul. <laughs> yeah, from a Juhani Omicron to Proving Grounds, we are not going to lack for topics this week. GAC changes yet again. Well, you know, I actually look forward to your take on these changes. But it also throws off the uh, cadence for GA Center. Oh, but Neil, I've got an idea regarding how to address that, if I may, that I think you're going to really like. Okay, okay, we can discuss that tonight. Well, as long as they don't change it yet again so quickly. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, back to the uh, Proving Grounds thing, please, Paul. Yeah, it's going to be useful, but, you know, I already know that some people are not so happy about it. I mean, do you blame them for being unhappy? Come on. I don't think the unhappy people have an honest leg to stand on. Whoa, 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 wait, what? Excuse me? They have some good points, but I'm not letting them anywhere near those pitchforks. Well, I can't wait to hear what cockamamie idea uh, you have to uh, defend yourself. Well, how about we bring this up in our second segment, and I'm going to bring my favorite weapon, numbers. Oh, God. All right, then. you got a favorite uh, of ours this week for incoming transmission, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. Last week, our friend Gridden posted a Reddit post that got a lot of attraction. Oh, I think I saw this one. Um, uh, about what he thinks should happen to uh, help new players come along in the game. Yeah, and while there are some that I agree with, I have to ask him what in the space hell he's thinking on some others. He has been a champion of the people for quite some time now. And that is why I wanted to get him on before he runs off to the Gridzy session. The final schedule airing of this month's Dickie and the Noob with Patreon's choice on the bridge with an announcement for next week. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod. 
Podcast. I'm your host, Nev, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing well, but uh, Bob's in sleep mode. Bob's in sleep. Oh, great. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's your, he's, he's your responsibility. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're in charge of Bob at the moment, so it's all your fault. Uh, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you. All right. Well, um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, bit of a problem. We won't have. It just means Bob. we don't. It just means we, we, we don't have. You know, we don't have a. You know, like an AI fact checker for stuff. You know, we'll just have to try and be as on the ball as possible. Hmm. Uh, before we get into the shenanigans today, um, we'd like to send a very, very. Heartfelt condolences to the 500 and worst uh, alliance, part of the Scarif, uh, or guild, part of the Scarif Beach Alliance. Um, they lost one of their good members, Sanch Master, to cancer um, just, uh, I believe, either yesterday or the day before. So, yeah, uh, we definitely want to uh, show some love to that group. Um, part of that group is one of our good good friends lord of the darts so so our uh our love to you and uh in the guild so all right neil where do we want to start i mean let, let's say prove pick, pick, i'll, I'll pick say something. this we'll save proving grounds for um we'll save proving grounds for segment 2 cuz mm-hmm. i'm coming at you with numbers but let's let's go ahead and get into I don't know. Let's get into the GAC change. Yeah, yeah, another another change to GAC. Oh, but before that, Hondo. We're still waiting. Um we did not hear back from Jim Cummings yet. Um so it's going to be something that I'm going to have to send them later on, but we are almost at 500 signatures on the petition i wanted a thousand i'll be happy with 500 circulate the petition change.org slash give us hondo hmm. far and wide if you can just just go get the get it up to 500 signatures we are at let me pull up the numbers right now we are currently sitting at a total of it's going to do its little animation of how many has been how many have signed we're at 467 so we only need 33 more to hit that 500 mm-hmm. so nice sam account x thank you very much for uh for uh subscribing for your 25th month <laughs> Good grief, Karga. How did I miss the big two year? I'm not sure, Sam, but we certainly appreciate it. Um, all right. Grand Arena. Let, let, yeah, me, let but... me pull it up. Scheduling update. Yesterday we mentioned yeah. in June's event calendar, it looks a little different than usual. This is yeah. due to an upcoming title update. We do not want to launch in the middle of a Grand Arena championship or territory wars. We'll have more to say on the title update in the future, but we wanted to share info on what's actually changing along with the schedule and how we're adjusting rewards to match our usual schedule. Grand Arena Championships will have an extra week between events. 
So we're going to have a two-week two, break. A two-week two break. break. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nothing. I mean, we, we've had two-week, we've had, you know, longer than one-week breaks before when they've been changing things. So it, it does kind of make sense. It You know, they, they've done this before. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's no surprise they're doing it again. Yeah. We're going to be getting... Um, 1,500 championship tokens spread out over seven days. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And 1,500 crystals spread out over seven days. Are you sure? I thought it was 375 crystals every day. Every, 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 other, every day? other day. Oh, it's every other day. Okay. Yep. 375, 500 uh, championship tokens. 375 crystal, 500 championship tokens. They'll be opening and closing with the crystals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going forward in June and beyond, Grand Arena Championships will be three weeks on, one week off, instead of four weeks on and one week off. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually like this is this is the this is the one step forward that CG made. As far as I'm concerned, this is a good step forward for CG. It compresses everything into a calendar month. There's no overlap between months. There's no awkwardness. You know, you know, every single month there is a GAC, three weeks, and then a gap at the, uh, and then the, the one week period pause at the end. And the biggest benefit of it all being we are going to get more end of tournament rewards per calendar year in the new format than we are have with the old one. Because obviously four weeks, you get your rewards, a one week break, four weeks, get your rewards, have a break. So we're going to be getting more those end of month crystal rewards um, for your final division position, you know, whether it's Kyber or Rhodium or whatever, um, you, you're going to get them more. I mean, yes, it does say that you're going to be, we'll be getting less uh, arena currency, but you're going to be getting more crystals. So, you know, I, I really don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. Yes and no. We get more over the course of a year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But over the course of a year, you get more. Yeah. They've decreased. Um, they've decreased stuff, including championship tokens in the end of season prizes. Yeah, the championship tokens are what have been reduced. The uh, the the they didn't say that they've reduced what you're going to get crystal wise at the end of a month at the end of a GAC month. Just they only said that it's the tokens that you're going to be reduced. Didn't say nothing about reducing the crystals. Well, if you are getting 146 crystals a day from your your Grand Arena payouts, you're going to go up to 148. You get two extra crystals per day. That's the biggest jump at nine at 0.9 percent. Our crystal income is going up less than 1%, and in a lot of cases, up in the top echelon, it's a quarter percent going up. Maybe yeah, a third. Yeah, but they did. But I think what they're trying to do is is encourage and garner more engagement from the lower divisions by giving, they said that, you know, they're going to start dishing out more crystal rewards in the lower divisions because, you know, you, you, you kind of, you, you need to give some incentive 
for those lower lower division participants and competitors to want to try and push and get promoted to the higher ones. So I'm I'm totally on board with that. I think it's great because you know everybody outside of Chromium kind of got screwed over, really. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, it, it, I think that that's it. It's, it. I think these are this a welcome change. Like I said, these GAC changes I think are very very welcome. A big step forward for CG. The um, it's a step forward, but also note this, Neil. It's a lot more movement as well, because you didn't change leagues until the end of a division. So instead of sorry, what you didn't change leagues until the until the end of a season. Oh right, okay, yeah, okay, right, okay, yeah. I see what you're talking I, I about. I might, I might have said it differently there. I apologize, but after three weeks, you can get shoved down. Now, of course, no, after no, three they, weeks, they... you could get promoted. I'm talking about the difference between Kyber and Rhodium. Yeah, uh, but not... no, they they ch they changed it, didn't they? They changed it so that instead of the relegations and the promotions occurring at the end of the month, which is what it was, which is what it was originally, and I think that that was great. Prior to this 3v3, they changed it in the 5v5 um, to it being done. Sorry, no, it wasn't a month. It was every week. They changed it to a round, and that, that's just made it a, a nightmare. So you could. That's the get, that that's not the leagues. The league division only happens at the beginning and end of a month. The division changes happen at the end of every round now. Yeah, which just sucks. They need to take. They need to put it back to weekly. Yeah, needs to be put back to weekly. <laughs> I, I, I hate, I hate the, I do. I really, really hate the single round changes. I do. I absolutely mega loathe them. Um, I got relegated from Division Three to Division Four in Week One of Three v Three because I went zero and three. I then went three and zero the following week. Did I get promoted back to Division Three? No. So it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete and utter loss. How I can go zero and three and be relegated? From division three to four, then the immediate week after go three and zero, but not get promoted back to div three makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Your were your wins were not as quality as your losses. Oh no, my my no, my wins were quality because I got a full clear round one, a full clear round two. All right, I didn't quite get the full clear in round three, but I still did it. But your but your opponents, your opponents' average skill. Over the past, I think, I think the way it's working is the average skill over the past thirty days influences how much you gain and how much you lose, depending on your win or loss. Mm -hmm. So all I all I know is I was pissed. You know, I was annoyed. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but getting relegated with a no and three, and then not getting promoted for doing the exact same thing in the other direction, yeah, it it, it annoyed the crap out of me. That. And I'm not having a good week. <laughs> uh, there's a they said there's a very minor increase to the average amount of crystals earned each day, but most importantly, players will not be earning less crystals on average. Hmm. Unless they absolutely suck and, <laughs> you know, plummet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The shorter overall schedule also means the week off will occur more frequently, but the end of event rewards will occur more frequently 
To that yeah. end, we will be making some changes to balance out the rewards to make the table above possible, which they, you know, that's that's what I referred to. Yeah. They're increasing the crystal rewards for a loss in the bottom four um, leagues, carbonite, yeah. bronzium, chromium. That's great. They're increasing crystal rewards for winning in carbonite to get out of that bottom tier. Yeah. It just allows people to spend more, you know, spend more on their accounts, upgrade their characters, upgrade their squads, and, you know, try and push for the uh, uh, the, the better leagues. And increase the per-tournament three-round event payout of championship tokens and mod slicing materials. Yeah. The extra mod slicing materials definitely going to That's help. definitely good because mods is the end game. It always mm -hmm. has yeah. been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, um, and so they also let us know, additionally, we have uh, we are have some extra events running during the Grand Arena off week of June 6th to June 12th. These are a one-time thing to cover up the additional time gap between Grand Arena championships for this month. There will be an extra assault battle and galactic challenge during this time, and there will be four territory wars instead of two in a row and then the last little kicker that i would have put they buried the lead on this conquest will no longer start on the first monday of every month instead it will be tied to a 28 day four week cycle yeah they're gonna tie it to gac I'm I'm hopeful. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they do the two week conquest at the end as the last two weeks of every month, so that the second half of conquest falls during the one week break of GAC. If CG want more engagement on conquest, it would make sense for them to do that because then you know they might get not from me, but they might get some more engagement from other members of the community because they don't have to worry about GAC. When are you, wh when does the average player push the hardest in conquest? When do you uh, think during that the first week, during the first week, I'm yeah, hoping the second the week is more chilled, trying to, you know, go for the feats and stuff like that. I'm hoping the first week falls in the gap. And then the second week, when you're no longer moving your mods around because you've gotten enough data discs to, you know, solo with your eyes closed. That that would mean that would mean straddling um conquest over the first and last week of two different months. I can't see them doing that. I mean they might, it's I just can't see them doing that. Twenty-eight day four week cycle. So yeah. I the, the other thing that I want to see happen is them not put Conquest during light side territory battles. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, well, the, 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 the crossover between either Conquest and territory battles or GAC and territory battles, it, it's always going to be a pain in the ass, is that? Because, you know, there's so much in the game. With GAC... Your mods lock. You can lock your roster. With territory battles, 
in conquest, you can't. <laughs> that's that's why right. I'm saying that it needs to be put there. And then does this also mean, Neil, if they're going to be doing a 28-day, four-week cycle, are we going to see the return of Monday through Sunday territory battles to the point where we're getting um where we're getting a territory battle Monday through Sunday, sign up for territory war the following Monday. One ends, the other begins. And then as territory wars ends the second time, territory battles begin. So the only real gap that you have between them are going is going to be the day that territory battles ends and the day that ter- and the following day when territory battles begins. Wolfeld does uh, point out it's prep for Datacrons. Datacrons always line up for Grand Arena Championships. That Datacron doesn't expire until the middle. That a Datacron doesn't expire in the middle of a GAC. That is That could very, very well also be true that Datacrons will be tied to a 28-day cycle. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, that, that's, I mean, that, the, 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 um, the, the, the information that, that we saw did kind of allude to the fact that the Datacrons were going to be on a monthly schedule, you know, with the, the, the one that you get at the first expiring after the third month. So, um, yeah, the Wolf, do, Wolf month. does make, yeah, month, calendar, calendar month. You can't yeah. hear me air quoting here month. So uh, I, that's that's why I think the that that's why I think that they'll that they're more likely to do conquest either during the first two weeks of a month or during the last two weeks of a month. They're, they're going to try and squeeze all of this stuff in so that there's a, a, as little overlap as possible between events from month to month to month to month. Especially if they're going to, especially if they do introduce the datacrons, because if they definitely cast iron 100% introduce the datacrons, then they're going to want everything to fall into that month in order to actually get people that might invest in it. Because if, if there's any crossover between events or months, people will be like, Oh, well, why would I invest in those datacrons? Because I'm not going to be able to take advantage of those datacrons because of the crossover between, you know, the f- the last week and uh, last week of that month and the first week of the other. So it could kind of screw things over. So uh, I-, I just think they're trying to make everything nice and neat and tidy so that it all fits into calendar months. Doctor Feelgood says there's nothing wrong with the 28 day cycle. It's pure. It's natural. Take it from a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Moon's moon's on a 28-day cycle. Got can't argue with that. Yeah. So So yeah. Okay, so how is this let, let's discuss this for a moment. How is this going to affect GA Center? My question to you, Neil. American sports are usually played in four quarters instead of two halves. If you continue the three uh, you know, three GAC seasons, that would put it more along the lines of the Canadian game we all know and love called hockey, ice hockey. So are you 
more inclined to do four quarters, so you get five, three, five, three, as in five and five v five and three v three. If they're going to alternate, or do you want to leave it up to the uh, leave it up to the will the wills of the force and let it stay three v three, five v five, three v three one season, and then five three five the second season. I mean, well, there's no, there's no way to know what the cadence is going to be. If, but I mean, you know, going off previous um, cadences, um, you know, uh, before the uh, before the the last update, before version two, because obviously when they did version two, we only got five v fives. We didn't get any three v threes. We only got five v fives. Right. Uh, um, so, uh, th and the thing is, a season is usually thirty six rounds right so i mean a season would just get bumped down to 27 rounds that's all see i think that you should do it if if they are going to go five three five three you know alternating i really do think to crown the best oh yeah in the no, season no, no. If, to do four to do quarters yeah, no, if, if if they if they stick you know i mean if i can get like if i can you know i'll i'll, I'll send i will send a dm to crumb and ask him and speak to him because whenever they've made changes to GAC, um, he's always he's always taken my call, and I usually have a, a conversation with him for about an hour with regards to the changes that they make to GAC and getting clarification so I can incorporate some changes in GA Center. Um, so if um, it does look like the cadence is going to be uh, like it was before version two of GAC, which was 3v3, then 5v5, 3v3, 5v5, um, then yeah, uh, I'm, I wouldn't be adverse to um, uh, to doing it that way um, because it, it, it keeps it, it, I mean, it still maintains a 36-round season. It's just that the 36 rounds are split over four months instead of split over three months. So um, if... and, and I was just going to say, if they do 553, 553, then I totally can see you wanting to do three, continue it at yeah. three seasons. Because yeah. I, I would love to see it evenly split. So those who excel at 3v3 don't have a unfair advantage over those that excel at 5v5. Yeah, just I mean, my I will, thoughts. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'll ask, I will speak to Crumb. I will, you know, I'll, I'll DM him and ask him if he can give me an hour, um, an hour on Zoom just to, you know, talk about it. But he's probably not going to know if it's going to be a permanent cadence because I, 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 I can see them waiting and seeing um, and checking out what the metrics are. We, we know roughly we get about a half a million to 600,000 people um, actively um, engaging in GAC. Now let's say, for example, I have numbers. yeah. Let's say, for example, if now if that number drops off a cliff because of three v three, I can see them um, sticking with five v five, but throwing three v three in occasionally as maybe like a novelty, you know, just to kind of stop things from getting stale. Um, Sa Sam account says Crumb's been out on a leave of absence for a paternity. We do know yeah, that yeah, he's we're been, just he's speaking. Been, he's been on, yeah. 
Oh yeah, we 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 know he's been. Yeah, I mean he he should be back off. I mean he should be back off paternity by, um, he should be back off paternity by next month. I don't know. It depends. I mean he's had like what he's had like a couple months paternity. What's the paternity leave in California? I have no idea. I don't know what the time period is for paternity. Or leave what in. what is it for electronic arts slash capital games? Yeah, true. The the a company might have a a separate private uh, a separate private policy. Um, like for example, in uh, like in the UK, um, paternity leave is like like literally paternity leave is two and four. So you can take two weeks off that you get paid. You can take an additional four weeks off paternity leave if you like, but it's unpaid in the UK. Um, materni- maternity leave is one hundred percent paid, and paternity leave is two weeks. And four unpaid. So, yeah, but that you know, different people, different strokes, different folks, yeah. different states, different <laughs> company, different regulations. So, hopefully, he'll be off. Um, I'll send him a DM and just say, look, when you get back off paternity leave, hit me up. Need to have a discussion with you about GAC so that I can, you know, tweak things for GA Center. Dicky Darkside says the fact that we now have a three v three specific Omicron says three v three is unfortunately back to a regular cadence, and that's what that is a very very good point. Um, Jackick says, uh, just long, he's been gone just long enough to ruin the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 yes. I mean, in the old system, 3v3, then 5v5, 3v3, you know, the one, you know, the alternate each month did kind of make sense. Obviously then they moved to version two and we, all, all we got was 5v5. Then we moved to version three and all we got was 5v5 until this last month, um, so we might get a new type of cadence. But I, like I said, I think it depends entirely on the metrics and the engagement. Um, if there is less engagement for 3v3 than 5v5, I could see them doing something like uh, like two months of 5v5 and then a 3v3, two of 5v5 and then a 3v3. Something like that would, you know, keep people engaged in GAC because we all got so used to 5v5 and there was very few people out there in the community complaining, saying, Oi, CG, when are we going to get 3v3? Come on, I want... Nobody was saying we want it. We, we were silent. We were, everybody was like, if we don't talk about it, maybe they won't bring it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody was doing. Everybody, everybody was like, if we don't talk about it, maybe they won't bring it back. Because nobody was talking about, oh, I miss 3v3 so much. I wish they'd bring it back. Nobody was doing that. So uh, I, I think it will depend on the uh, it will depend on the metrics. They'll look at the metrics and they'll be like, mm, we, we need people to remain engaged because we want them spending money in order to get Omicrons, in order to be right. better at GAC. So we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Um, by the way, we could also try when we have a representative at celebration tomorrow to hand them the hondo package that i've lovingly put together <laughs> yeah um we could see if we could possibly get an answer to that because neil i know yep. for a fact that meathead is at celebration okay that's good so somebody to hand it directly to then yeah, that's good we're yes um so we're we're looking forward to that. We may stream it live if uh if it's done at the right time or if not we'll get it recorded and we'll play it for you guys next week. But once again, before we go to break, I want to put out the call. 
change.org slash give us Hondo. We are 33 away from 500. I need to be at 500 by 8 a.m. Eastern tomorrow so we can safely give them those 500 signatures. So, <laughs> going. Thad says, I'm waiting for Dave Filoni to wear a shirt that says Hondo lives. <laughs> All right. So, I don't think we're going to get time to talk about Juhani's uh, Omicron. Um, no, probably not. But, the, 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 you know, they, they CG throws Omicrons around like confetti these days. There's nothing surprising about them. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely find out here in just a moment. But coming up after this break, Neil, I'm taking off the gloves. Mm -hmm. You don't like it. I don't care. We'll be talking about Proving Grounds after the break right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast welcome into the patreon leaderboard brought to you by the patreons of the escape podcast if you'd like to see your name up here just like you see the streamers names in ga center right here on the S twitch channel we'd love to have you join at patreon.com slash escape the escape pod at the Kyber Combatant level, once again, patreon.com slash the escape pod at the Kyber Combatant level or higher. And you can join us next month, two weeks away from that uh, from that time being uh, the deadline. Uh, D goes one and two, 1,178 banners, 12 wins, two losses, 10 holds. Seeing only 12 wins tells me why he went one and two. D, come on, brother. Dr. Jojo goes 2-1, 6,015 banners, 54 wins, 7 losses, 14 holds. 
And he says another 2-1 that could have been a 3-0. Round 1 opponent lost to more teams or than he beat 2. Round 2, he decided to try Iden versus CLS, uh, C3PO and 2PO, and lost. He cleaned up with a race solo, but then he lost the match by 5 banners. I know how that feels. I did the same thing just earlier this week. Round 3, his opponent never got to see his JMK and Ray hiding in the back because it took him 3 battles to beat the em uh, Emperor and Starkiller. Four battles to beat CLS, C3PO, and Chupio, and uh, he failed to clear Lord Vader after three battles, so he got to try things out on offense. He says Wampa Solo on C, for example, he full cleared him. Nice job, Dr. Jojo. Let's move on to Force Strong, who goes one and two. 866 banners. Ten wins, one loss, seven holds. Now, Let's go on to Hot Sauce, who goes 2-1 and one with 4,986 banners. Didn't get very much in the way of banners, even though he's in the same division as Dr. Jojo, but let's see that he got 51 wins, took 35 losses. I'm look, Let me just double-check. Yes, 35 losses, 37 holds. It was a slugfest for Hot Sauce this week. And finally, Sephiranus says... Two and one. Round one lost a tie by playing a few battles too safe, thinking he was not going to win. Round two, they didn't show. So, hey, three crystals. Round three, 2.5 million punch up, and the dude set all random G8 to G10 characters. Mopped the floor with the guy and not sure what the deal was. Let's take a look at the final boards. Dr. Jojo, four and two. Hot Sauce, four and two. Banners is the difference. Sephiranus, then four strong, both at three and three, so it's anybody's game going in these last two weeks, and then D at one and five. Love to see you once again. Sign up at patreon.com slash the escape pod, and we'll get you in at the Kyber Combatant level or higher. We would love to ha feature you in this segment as well. Now time for more of the escape pod cast. Be nice to each other, damn it. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC Chain Gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds. We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back to back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBeads, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk Proving Grounds. The reboot didn't work on. Yeah, the on reboot didn't Bob. work. Okay, so the, he, we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to deal without Bob. That's yeah. all. All right. We, we well, lived we we lived without we lived without AI before. We can live without AI for a week. You know. Well, I know that my numbers are true. So this is this is not about numbers. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yes, it is. No, 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 it isn't. This is this has got nothing to do with numbers, and everything to everything to do with CG saying one thing when they first announced it, 
and then when they give it to us, it being different from what they were originally purposing the event to do. That's my issue. Not numbers. They said one thing, and then they gave us a something completely different. That's my issue. Flashback, April 14th, 2022. CG Tuscan Meathead says, The one-year mark for Commander Ahsoka Tano in Galactic Conquest is here, much like Razor Quest, Razor Crest. She will be moving out of this mode and relocated to a brand new game event. She'll be heading to an event called Proving Grounds. This event will be... I'm, I'm, I'm literally reading the post when it came out, came out to mm -hmm. it. The event will have a monthly cadence and allow you to earn her shards for free as long as you have the prerequisite to enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read the Read the requirements. Must not already own the unit at seven stars. Must, Requirement one. Must not already own enough shards to seven star the unit. Requirement two. And what is the third requirement? Once you obtain the unit at seven stars or have enough st enough to seven star the unit, they will no longer be accessible. This is not meant to be a source for shard shop currency, but this is an opportunity to get characters that were once exclusive to Conquest. And, and what's the fourth requirement? Oh, oh, wait a minute. There's no fourth requirement in there, is there? Hmm. So the event gets released and all of a sudden... There's a fourth requirement. And what is that fourth requirement? Oh, yeah. Four million GP. That's my issue. That is my issue. They initially said, hey, this is going to be a catch-up event. It's a catch-up mechanic. And everybody was like, hey, this is, this is good. This is quite good. Sure, it makes no sense for people that have already got these characters at seven stars to be able to do it. I completely understand that. I mean, if I've already got it at seven stars, I couldn't give a rat's ass about it. Sometimes I don't do galactic bounties because I'm like, why do I really need the... I can't be bothered to put it on auto and do get the 10 shards. I just forget about it. I see it and think, mm, I can't be asked to do it yet. Maybe I'll do it later. For this, specifically, it's a catch-up mechanic. They gave us three requirements, right? And everybody was happy. Everybody was on board. But as soon as they did the update and everybody saw the event, what pissed everybody off? Four mil GP. That was never in the announcement. That's the goalposts being moved. That's what's pissed me off about proving grounds. So the num like that's why I said the numbers are irrelevant. They said one thing, they gave us another. One step forward with the GAC. This is a step back. Why should somebody be able to access Proving Grounds and get the characters that you can only max out through, through playing Hard Mode Conquest, which has a requirement of 4 million GP, and mm -hmm. also completing normal mode not easy mode but normal mode all the way through because you can't get the character in normal mode yeah this is this you can't you so know, this is if, for if, people what? that can achieve hard mode no 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 it's not no 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 that's just it's not it's pe people that get the red box three months in a row in hard mode don't need this catch-up mechanic 
people that can't get the red box in hard and people that it's physically impossible for them in normal mode in order to get the necessary shards need this catch-up mechanic. Now, the people doing normal mode are less than 4 mil GP. So if I was under 4 mil GP and I was getting that red box every single month, I'm still not activating that character. They bring this out and I'm thinking to myself, oh, thank you. That This is really, really good news, CG. Thanks a lot. Every month, I'm going to be able to get an extra 20 shards. And if I want to stump up the crystals, I can get 60. And that's good for me because I'm under 4 mil GP. I'm stuck on the normal, and I can't get the max character. But because they put a 4 mil GP bracket on it, it's like they have made this catch up purely for people that just don't get the red crate three months on a trot in hard mode. How many it people completely do you think that screws is? Huh? How many people do you think that is? That I, I don't know how many people. I, I don't do. know. I mean, the, the number I of do. people's irrelevant. The number of people that are, it's, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people, but I'm one of those people because I don't bother with the uh, conquest. I can't be asked with it. You know, I'm lucky if I hit the third. I'm lucky if I hit the third reward box every single month. You know, I don't get. I never get to sector five anymore. But the, the problem, and this is, you know, I'm going to go back to it. If you are really, really good and you get that red box three months in a trot, the event is irrelevant to you. If you don't get three red boxes in a row, then Proving Grounds is definitely going to help you to finish the characters so that, you know, you can hit that seven-star mark and do whatever you want with those characters. It totally screws over everybody doing normal mode. And the people in normal mode, no matter how hard they try, no matter how maxed out they get, it screws them up. It's, it's an event they can't do. And it's a kick in the teeth. It really, I, I think it is a kick in the teeth. And, and like I said, they didn't put it down as a requirement before. And now they've, you know, if they wanted to say, oh, by the way, um, before, they before they put the event out, before they did the update and before everybody saw the event, if they wanted to announce, look, we've changed our mind. You can be pissed off at us, but we are changing our mind and we're putting a 4 mil GP cap on it. Then people would be annoyed, but at least that CG being honest and they're being, you know, straightforward with the community. This isn't being straightforward with the community. It's saying one thing and doing another. And that is a step back. It sucks. It's crap. You have to remember that the person who released this info was Meathead. Meathead is not normally the CM. We know this. Yes, this is something he, that he, he dropped the ball. No, no, no. He didn't drop the ball. He's given information, and then he posts the information he's given. It, he, he, he's not making this up. You know, he is sat in a meeting with devs and with whoever, you know, that the knock on meeting or a knock off meeting, he's sat in a meeting and it's like, all right, okay, I need to make a post on this. Give me the data. Oh, what are the requirements? Oh, the requirements are one, two, three. Thanks a lot. I'll write that down. I'll do the post. And then you, this is none of this is on Meathead at all. This is information given to him by his superiors. Meathead has missed other things <laughs> more times than I can actually remember to specifically count. But Meathead yeah, but has on this occasion, missed other yeah, things. But, but on this occasion, he's just the messenger. I ain't going to shoot the messenger. I'm not upset at him myself. No, I'm not. But no. he did drop the ball in this case. 
he, he didn't drop the ball. He's the messenger. He's, he's given information and he posts it. He's not a regular player of this game. He asked the events server many, many times what to do in a certain situation that is... non-regular player-esque? You know, where the trolls would simply say to them, get good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we knew that it was... By the way, thank you, Card Gaming. Hopefully, uh, spread that petition around. Let's get Hondo into the thing. Card Gaming, his first time chat was to ask for the Hondo link. <laughs> um, Wolfell says in in chat, normal mode can get the shards, but normal mode can't get. If you're playing entirely normal mode, you're not unlocking it even in a year. No. Even in a year, you are not unlocking a, a seven star character. A seven star character in conquest. You, you, I mean, you 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 would. I mean, you would. Uh, I mean, you would do uh, ships, you you know, you would, because the ships unlock at five. Right, the so ships when they do, do unlock at so five. The, the ships unlock at five. So on normal mode, if a ship is the reward, you will be able to get and unlock the ship. Obviously, still, it's going to take you longer than hard mode. But, you know, seven-star activations, you know, you, you're not going to get it. So, you know, the normal mode, the normal mode people were looking at this and they they were hopeful. They were cheerful. It's like, Brilliant. Thank you. You've given us a catch up. You're giving us a way to catch up. Love it. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Because let's not forget, this game has been going now for between six and seven years, right? So we've got a new generation of whales and krakens. There are people between two, uh, sorry, two. There are people between the three and four million mark with a couple of GLs and a bunch of GLs. Sorry, a bunch of uh, relics. So they've got that relic three requirement in order to be able to do proving grounds, but they don't have the GP. All right. And it's like it, it, it's saying to the next generation of whales and krakens, um, tough. No, Th it's thanks, saying... for, th thanks, thanks for spending money, but tough. You need to spend more and get yourself over the four mil GP threshold. And I just think that that's wrong. I, I it's wrong. The whole thing is just backwards. It's wrong. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I can tell you, you you normally like to quote the five hundred million number, right? Oh, the or, the, the five hundred to six hundred k active or uh, five hundred to on... six hundred thousand. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not million, but but thousand. Yeah, a half a mil. Yeah, half a mil to six hundred k. Yeah. What's it at the moment? I got an official. As uh, in the past month, mm -hmm. the official number, I'm going, I'm scrolling back to make sure that I have it here. Pardon me while I'm scrolling way back. <laughs> while you're doing that, Cascade, if it, what, what, why, if, if they gave him the four mil GP information, why would he not post that? Possibly was an accident. Well, no, because he it's 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 a list of requirements. You know, he's he'll have been given a list of requirements to put in the post, 
and he only put the list of requirements in the post that he was given. That's what I'm saying. If he was given a fourth requirement, the four mil GP requirement, why did he not post it when he's got all of the, he, he will have been given the information either in an email or on a piece of paper at a meeting. I suspect it was probably an email. All right. The number is 662,677 oh, active accounts that have joined GAC within the past month. Wow. That is, um, yeah, no, that that's, that's impressive. The engagement is going up. It's getting higher and higher and higher because before the check, before the crystal change, it was around. We know it was just over the five hundred thousand mark. We knew it was just over the half a million mark. Um, uh, so it being over, you know, between six hundred thousand and seven hundred thousand now, I think that's brilliant. Oh, I, I, the, I, I will. The, there's always an exception to the rule. The exception to the rule regarding um, the data, the information that was put in the post, um, the one outlier. That lets the 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 one outlier that lets him off the, that lets him off the hook is if he copied and pasted the information from an email onto a post on the forums, that which be he it. has in the past. That's he the has only... done that many times in the past. Yeah, which which means it's still not his fault because he's copying and pasting an email and the person that sent him the email with the requirements failed to put the four mil GP on there. So it's still not Meathead's fault. All right. What percentage of that 660-some-odd thousand players do you think and I verified this information with SEP from SWGOH.GG. How many do you think are over 4 million? Uh, but this is, this is GAC. You're what, talk, we're what, talking GAC active players. GAC active players is, is also, the, also the number that, it came, that came from the 600,000. Yeah. So more people will How more, many, more people are more people could be playing the game than that. That's just the numbers from GAC. How many? How many? <laughs> what percentage of these six hundred thousand do you think are over four mil? I mean, I I I suspect. I mean, I think it's probably. I mean, that number I'd say is probably over um, over fifty percent, but. There are people that play this game that don't do GAC. So I would actually put active players within the game uh, probably a hell of a lot more than 660,000. So what, what's... How what, many... What based on In the last month, there have been over... There have been 236,111 4 million plus accounts in GAC within the past month, as I said. Mm -hmm. Okay. But but obviously that number could be more because there are more people that play the game that don't play GAC. That's fine, but yeah. but we're 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 talking about rough numbers of people yeah. that we can quantify. Yeah. So so it's 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 that plus or minus a certain percentage, and we don't know what that plus or minus percentage is specifically. Yeah. So the but it's only going it's probably only going to be like single. It's probably only going to be single digits, isn't it? 30 uh, so that's 35.5 percent of the people what were you talking about single digits oh the plus or, plus or minus you know when yeah when, the, you know yes. outside, you know the margins you know you've always got margins plus or minus something percent haven't you 
So, of those 236,000, what percentage do you think have unlocked Commander Ahsoka Tano? Um, no idea. I, I have three accounts all over 4 mil, and I've only got um, Cat unlocked on one of those accounts. Okay, so that puts your percentage at 33? Yeah, 0.33333. Yeah. Only 29.4%. Mm -hmm. This event that they've put out is for 70% of the population over 4 mil. Yeah. That's, that, that doesn't justify... That doesn't justify creating a four mil GP. That doesn't just so th th see, these numbers that you're giving me. It still doesn't justify what they've done or explain away what they initially said and what they came out with and actually did. That's why I said the numbers are irrelevant. The numbers don't matter. It's what they said and then what they did. And what they said and what they did are two completely different things. Okay. Now, sure, that's that's a very large chunk of the community that is going to do proving grounds, and they're going to get Ahsoka Tano shards, and they're also going to get don't forget they're not just going to get Ahsoka Tano; they'll get the other characters as the other characters fall out of cadence. I don't have Maul activated, I don't have Dad Bob Boba activated, so I'm going to be at every month pick up twenty of each of those because I'm not going to be able to pick up 20 Ahsoka, because on my main account, I've already got her, right? But that still screws over everybody under 4 mil just doing normal, that we're expecting to be able to do this based on the first post. Based on that post by Meathead, based on those requirements, those people were expecting to be able to do Proving Grounds, and now the event is in the event calendar, now the event's in the event calendar in-game with a timer on it, People are looking at that and going, thanks a lot, CG. You said I was going to be able to do it, and now I can't. The other thing is, even then, even with, if it was under 4 mil, these people that were under are under 4 mil that are wanting to do the event, mm -hmm. they still would not unlock them because it comes around once a month, right? And they can only get a maximum of 60 of the character. They can only get a maximum of 60 of the character. Because you can only do two refreshes. And I don't have an issue with that. And, and here's the thing. That, that, that would make sense. That would make sense for the under 4 mil accounts. You know? Because then, you know, somebody that's under 4 mil GP can't just buy and keep refreshing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. They can do two refreshes, and then they have to wait a month to be able to do it again. And then they can do two refreshes, and they have to wait another month again. Let's say but they go in the with zero. That's six uh, months. That is six months of grinding. Yeah, six months of grinding. Six months of grinding in order to get the character that you know that uh, that that if uh, against people that they're not going to be competing against that have already have that character. Uh, this is why you know. This is why I think it's it, it sucks. This is why I think it sucks. Six months to get the character if you're under four mil GP. I think that's fine. <laughs> Real going nerdy. Thaddeus what? says six months of grinding. Can we talk about Can we chafing? talk about chaff? <laughs> All right. Uh, back up. Back on the uh, topic here. 
you can't buy Treya, you can't buy Han, you can't buy General Kenobi. No, you. But but we everybody knows that coming into the game. You know, if all of a sudden if started people, you know, you know that coming into the game, they are raid rewards. You know, and that's the way that that's always been, and that hasn't changed. None of that has changed. All right, if they brought out a new raid and said, oh, we're bringing out a new raid and the seven star one is going to get you the character. And then they brought the raid out and they're like, actually, it's um, you need to be over a certain GP threshold with each of the characters and they need to be a certain relic level. People would be like, that's not what you said. And they'd be pissed off. OK, your guild this has is, to be a certain is, GP. This is this is you, you, you said it yourself. If someone's at zero, if someone is at zero, it's still going to take them six months to grind it, and they've got to stump up the crystals for it. You'd think CG would appreciate whales and krakens that don't have cat, mall, dad, bod, bobber, stumping up the money to buy the crystals so that they can do the refreshes and then go to the weekly shipment store, you know, if the character's there. Because every now and then, you know, that, those characters are in the weekly shipment store. They're still a premium, you know, <laughs> still a bloody premium, 600 crystals for you know for for each five but it makes them money you know so not only are they screwing over um sorry screwing over not only have they screwed over a certain um number of the community with regards what they said and what they've actually presented but it, it, it it's totally counterproductive to their bottom line because that would be Thousands, well, or maybe not thousands, hundreds of people that are spending money on in-game currency in order to do those extra refreshes every single month. And now they're not going to get any of that. They can spend so their crystals to get up to four million. Uh, no, it, that's and not, also if you're in a territory no, mode, if you're that's, in a if you're in a territory mode, you should be wanting to grow your roster. There's no more reason. To slim your roster, there's no more reason to bust 74 your roster to where you're facing. It's. Yeah, but that's just it. You know, you, sure. You, what you just said, you could do that with crap characters. You could, you could bloat to 4 million with crappy characters but I, we have people that we cover um you know that don't have four mil gp accounts you know i know people that don't have four mil gp accounts that are still trying you know that they're, they're grinding to that four million but they're not just all oh, right okay you know what let's just let's just throw thousands and thousands of crystals on this crappy character that's only going to add 20k gp that's not right you know that sucks, and that's not gonna be, because people playing and the whales and krakens they're gonna look, not gonna look at those crappy characters and go, you know what? I'll I'll spend ten thousand crystals just taking those four characters up to twenty k. That's a hundred k. We're talking millions of GP required, right? It takes time to generate a million GP. I mean, before omicrons and before um, relics. Uh, I mean, even during, you know, relics just up to seven, it, it would take a good 12 months. It would take a good six to, tw you know, nine to 12 months. Sorry, 12 months for free to play. Uh, and I would I would argue maybe six months pay to win just to add a million GP to your account. Okay. I'm going to put it this way. 
And and mm-hmm. and this this is, uh, is is that your final answer on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna give mine, and ladies and gentlemen, you decide who has the who has the better argument here. Put it in the comments. Come tell us on Discord. Wolf Felster telling me what he thinks. You tell me what you think. Uh, the, the chat is divided in this situation. Because we need to get to a, to a break with Gridded. My point is, if you weren't able to get the character during the initial unlock by playing normal mode, um, yeah. then you shouldn't be able to, at a normal mode GP, be able to proving grounds your way to a character that was meant and developed for rosters 4 million GP or higher. Hard mode is where you get conquest characters. Conquest characters are for galactic legends, which they've said their galactic legend counterpart, or their a galactic legend and their conquest counterpart should be the strongest. It all comes down to the fact that if you can't achieve it right away, you shouldn't be able to cheese your way to it. And it's it's all about that not everything is for everyone. Same with raids, same with Crankor, same with harder versions of territory battles. We're going to talk to Gridden after these messages about his return to streaming after a short break and also his quality of life updates. We'll be right back. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, 
inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Potawans, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Uncle Thad. Today, we're going to revisit an old friend from the Rogue One series. That's right, friends. With the addition of Baze Malbus as June's login reward, I thought it would be a good idea to look at his kit and see where this Jedi Guardian was and where he was from and where his story fits into canon. Baze Malbus was a human male born 53 years before the Battle of Yavin on the desert moon of Jeddah. For a majority of his life, Baze was a devout member of the Guardian of the Wills, a religious order on Jeddah. Like the Jedi, the organization taught their followers about the Force and its connection to all things. The Guardians themselves were akin to warrior monks who protected the Temple of the Kyber and pilgrims who would travel to Jeddah to visit it. When the Galactic Empire occupied Jeddah and began mining the desert moon for its kyber crystals, the Guardians became militant and defended their temple and its pilgrims. Most of the Guardians would use a traditional handcrafted light bow in the carrying out of their duties. Baze, however, did not. Baze Malbus used an MWC 35D staccato lightning repeating cannon. Let me let me just say that again. Repeating cannon, not a repeating blaster. It's important to know that his gun was not a blaster. It was a cannon. It was meant to be mounted on a vehicle or or, or done, I don't know, an animal, like a rancor or something. This was not meant to be carried by a single individual. But Baze was just bad A enough to do just that. During the military occupation of Jeddah's holy city, Nijeddah, Baze's devotion to the order began to fade, and he quickly became cynical about his faith and the galaxy at large. He eventually left the order and became a freelance assassin. During the defense of the Temple of the Kyber, Baze and his friend Chirrut Imwe met Cassian Andor and Jyn Erso. This meeting would prove fateful as it ultimately led to the destruction of the Death Star. While Baze and the rest of the Rogue One crew wouldn't be alive to witness the downfall of the galaxy's most deadly mobile battle station, it was the sacrifice, it was their sacrifice that led to its inevitable defeat. Now, I don't know what the future holds for this Guardian of the Wills, but with the Andor series on the horizon, it's likely that Rogue One characters could be getting a much needed touch-up to their kits. But for now, let's take a look at Baze Malbus's kit and see how it fits into Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Baze Malbus is a fearsome rebel fighter who makes up part of the Rogue One team. As a taunting tank, he dispels enemy buffs and inflicts a number of effective debuffs. Teamed up with his BFF, Chirrut Imwe, Baze becomes a force to be reckoned with on most rebel teams. Baze's basic ability allows him to slow an enemy down, and while this makes sense, being shot with a cannon should slow a person down 
I'm just not sure it's enough. I mean, again, he's shooting someone with a cannon. Imagine, like, you took the top of a tank and you were running around shooting someone with it. I feel like that would do a lot more damage, and I feel like his gun, his basic ability, should do a lot more damage. That's that's just me, though. His first special ability, Unload, is pretty, pretty awesome. It's an area of effect ability that deals damage to all enemies and additional damage to any Imperial enemy dumb enough to not be buffed while fighting him. Or to let themselves be debuffed from his own attacks. It's, it's a whole thing. His second special ability is a more powerful attack. Not only does it have a higher damage range, it also dispels and applies opposite buffs on enemies. And that's pretty solid, right? Now, his first unique special for Jetta really highlights the passion that Baze had for his homeworld and for the order that he had lost faith in. It highlights his willingness to do whatever it takes to protect the temple of the Kyber and seek revenge on anyone dumb enough to defile it. Now, his last ability, his last unique ability, Dauntless Courage, Instead of highlighting the bond he had for Jetta, the love he had for Jetta, it really shows the love and the lifelong bond that he had with Chirrut Emway. These two were inseparable, and even when Baze lost his conviction for the principles he once held dear, he still maintained his connection with that moral compass, his childhood friend and brother in the Force, Chirrut Emway. Well, that's it for me, folks. Stay tuned next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Podcast. This week we have a guild classified that is near and dear to my heart, Yevon 4, the guild I grew up in. We are currently looking for some players to put us back at 50 members. If you are able to get your 600 per day, follow officer instructions for territory modes, and are looking for somewhere to call home, we'd like to talk to you. The ideal player would be a cam-ready player with a roster of at least 6 million. Our average player is over 7. This guild has become a family to me, and we'd love to have you join it. 
head over to the Escape Podcast Discord server and just message me, Paul Anthony, and let's see if you can come battle alongside us. Attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. Attention, attention, we are receiving an incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Big guest, big, big guest this week. The man with the best hair in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. You know him, you love him. Paul, introduce our guest. I mean, you're already introducing him, Neil, but one of the most genuine people that uh, we've ever met. He is... You know, I remember the date that he started to blow up and I still look back on it with a smile on my face because it was one of the most amazing success stories in Galaxy of Heroes, in streaming of all things, in my opinion. The one with lives, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Gridden, how are you, sir? Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you are being very kind. I am... Uh... I'm still recovering from COVID here, so no no special hair. Uh, face is bloated. I'm on steroids trying to <laughs> push past all this. So we can, uh, uh, I appreciate the compliments, but I have not merited them right now. Yeah. But uh, thank you for having me on, you guys. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. You've been off a little bit, um, you know, re yeah. recovering from this because it, you got hit like a truck. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm actually pushing, uh, my, my first symptoms. So at the time that we're recording this, it is, uh, the 27th, my symptoms actually started on the 15th. So I'm getting close to uh, two weeks, almost straight of symptoms. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't have to dive into stuff too much. I'm happy for people who had it easy. Um, this was not one of those, um, I'm a pretty healthy guy. I, you know, I like to go for runs and work out and whatnot. And, uh, I was genuinely worried about having a heart attack or uh, clots. I started showing some symptoms for clots and strokes. And, um, so mine, unfortunately was not uh, a light one and, uh, it's taken a minute to, to recover. And I'm today is probably the first day that I feel like, okay ish. <laughs> And today uh, was yourself. your first day back on stream. I, I, I streamed yesterday for a brief moment, but it was uh, extremely hard on me. A New York minute. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been rough. Uh, in the, in the thick of my um, symptoms, I actually, uh, I took a screenshot of it. I was wearing a, an oximeter because I was so worried about my blood oxygen level. It kept dipping below 90 um, and my heart rate, even just laying there, just laying there. My heart rate was about 80, 90. Uh, I stood up to go to the bathroom and it pushed over 200. And I what, thought my your heart, heart rate, your resting yeah. heart rate went into triple digits, just standing up. I, I took Bloody about hell. six, I took about six steps. I thought my heart was going to blow up. I, I was, I sat down. I was so scared. So um, yeah, unfortunately a very serious one. And uh, it's knocked me down for, for quite a few days now so well we are um, for six yeah we are we're absolutely blessed and honored i i don't use that term very much <laughs> but you know that Too you are bad. able to be here 
Uh, but five days ago in this whole COVID fever that you had, <laughs> you, you came up with a bunch of quality of life updates that you wanted CG to change if you could. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of threw them out there uh, in the uh, in the yeah in the COVID fever and the COVID rants, um, yeah, and I mean just kind of diving into it, I I think I just sort of reached a point actually being able to step away from the game because prior to everything with COVID, I was in Croatia for about a week um, with all the traveling and everything included. Um, so really, it's been almost three weeks that I've had like serious engagement with the game. Um, and with time zones and everything, I just, I lost track of everything. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be playing. Like, I'm just not, you know, I tried to get my 600, but that was really about the minimum that I was going for. Um, and stepping away for a second, it just like, I don't know. It, it, it just, it just helped me see things, I guess, in a different light. Maybe is the best way that I could put it. Um, and I'm just, um, you, you know, my post was, strongly worded spicy um, it was spicy <laughs> it I'm, was str- I'm, count, I'm counting the f-bombs i'm gonna count the f-bombs there while, you, while you keep talking so, yes um, I, I really liked your first ahead. one yeah i really liked your first one all gear nodes guaranteed to drop one gear piece with a potential for one to two extra pieces yep and then we already start with the f-bombs um <laughs> we, we did yeah <laughs> um I uh, obviously the gear crunch has been something that's been on the mind of Swiggo players. I mean, since the beginning um, and it's exponentially just been getting worse and worse, frankly. And that's, I think that's my, the overall with a lot of these quality of life things um, and actually Nev, you were kind of talking about it. I just, frankly, I, I just don't care anymore cg i just don't it's not okay that's like the simplest way if i could boil this all down it's been six years you have been extremely disrespectful to your players over and over and over again and i just i just don't really care anymore i wouldn't go Um, i wouldn't go as far to say extremely disrespectful there are other games out there yeah that are much much worse but that's my point. I don't care. I don't care if something's worse. This is bad. That's why I don't care. And I think that's where my perspective changed a little bit is I don't care anymore that something's worse. It's not okay what they do to us. And, and I, I mean, we're talking about a Star Wars mobile game and I make it sound so serious. And so I don't <laughs> want to like get overly dramatic, but like, that's just kind of where I'm at. I just, I just, I don't care you guys. It's been six years. There are triple a multi-million billion dollar games that have more to gain and more to lose and they treat their people way better. I don't get it. Like a game comes out a year later, it goes on discount for a little bit. You know, some DLCs are given for free. You buy new stuff. Like there's always this like kind of cycle of like the content comes out, you get some stuff, they make their money, you move on new stuff comes out. Then that thing is, you know, accelerated or given for free or a discount. And it just feels like constantly we are just, slapped in the face with just sorry good luck i don't get it so that was the first thing that came to mind because the gear crunch has been there literally for six years um i'm sick of the gamble mechanics i'm sick of that kind of risk give me one just guaranteed 
I have to have 50,000 Carbontes or whatever the number is. I have no idea. I'm just making Yo, that I up. I saw but... that post just, uh, what yeah. was it, two days ago? Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. That is that's not to max ridiculous. those characters out. That's just one gear level. One Carbonte. Yeah. That's just one per each character. If you wanted to max out those characters, obviously, then, you know, it would be increased, you know, 10, maybe 100 fold. Yeah. And that's just yeah. ridiculous. It's a mobile game, you guys. We shouldn't be planning a year and a half. I'm still like, mm, when am I going to get Malgus? When, like, people who join the game now won't see Cam for three years. How is that a how is that a timetable? That just that's not okay. So uh, you know, gear is obviously a huge part of that, and that's why I started with that one first. Was just that's not okay. Um, give us more gear. Like, just make it. You got a guaranteed drop, and then. There's your little special stuff on top. You got a, a minimum of one, potential of three. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I, no, I did I, like I, that I actually, accelerated farm for characters. Go ahead, Neil. Sorry. No, yeah. I saw the, uh, uh, I, I can't remember where it was. I saw it. I don't know if it was Twitter. I don't know if it was the forums. I don't know if it was Reddit. But somebody actually said something that they could do very, very quickly and very, very easily without screwing anything at all percentage wise is just put stun guns stun cuffs carbantes on the six energy notes just put it on a six energy node yeah you know just... instead of it being on a 10 or on an eight put it on a six and then at okay. least people get more chances to get those pieces because instead of you know looking at something and going great i've got to use 10 i've got 144 so i've got 14 chances do yeah. it on the six it increases the number of chances of being able to get that gear. And it's simple, it's easy, and it's something that they could probably do with a, you know, a hotfix, for God's sakes. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it was something that, you know, th there are ways that they can alleviate the gear crunch with simple hotfixes. Yeah. Not big game updates, hotfixes. Just, just make it a little bit easier for people. Yeah. Go um, in. Oh, assault battles. Let's double all of the purples. Yeah, I think yeah. that was yeah. actually one of the that, yeah, was, that was my next one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Assault assault battles, whatever, double it all. It's ridiculous how terrible rewards are for weeks worth of effort of time and effort. Um raids, you wanted one full piece guaranteed. Mm -hmm. No more green blue, green, purple that everybody has 19k of, as you said. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, this is the are... one I didn't agree with. Yeah, totally. Every time new squads get released one character at a time, Inquisitors, Bad Batch, etc., when the next mm -hmm. character in the squad is released, all prior characters go to an accelerated farm status. Yes. This, I, I still think it should be a year before accelerated farm hits, but if you are saying, like, I could get on board if you say the first week that they're in, you know, that they're yeah, yeah. farmable. Just to just let to them give go them accelerated little, and then kick yeah, them just, back down. I yeah, just give them a little. That. That's yeah, that's all I'm saying. Not not kick them straight to accelerated, but just when they join the game. So like with Inquisitors right now, I can't remember who came first, but whatever sister came first, second, and you're like, cool, yeah. So here's your sister, and until the next one, or sorry, you know, she joins. And then nothing happens. But then when the next sister shows up and it's like, Hey, remember, you're still working towards the sisters. We want to get you guys excited about the new squad coming, kind of amp you guys up. Mm -hmm. So you can already start farming that one while this event is going on briefly. And then it drops again. 
but just yeah. something to like keep you kind of interested because at this point we're like keep you engaged what about bonus drops in? bonus drops for one week of right. that character yeah yeah whatever way that it you know accelerated whatever i like just it. something like to <laughs> connect the previous characters that have already come out um just you, as a way to yeah excite yeah. people up you said cut the uh cut the qol crap and just give conquest pass benefits for free allow people to enjoy the game in a different way conquest one i loved it that is really one to fun six one to six was awesome and then they, they changed it in seven they were uh, fun they it was made it a grind it was so much fun i didn't like i mean i took conquest seriously but i didn't take it like it, it was like a different game mode you know mm. and it was this way to experience the game that you've never done before and so in my mind, that's what it was for. It was mostly for fun. Like, yeah, we're getting some rewards and stuff. Like, I know we're getting important stuff, but it felt like almost this olive branch of like, dude, just have fun. Here's some yeah, weird he, data he, discs. Have some fun, you know. Do some yeah. stuff, get a character. It's cool. You know, some, I enjoyed do some, it. Do some, uh, do, some, uh, um, uh, do, some, do some playing around with your uh, roster. One do of them, some theory crafting. But, you know, most, but only yeah. if you're over 4 million. Uh, let's move on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this one is obvious. Ban every cheater in GAC. I, pretty easy. I mean, that's pretty, pretty easy. Fix the bugs. Take a year on it. You don't care. By <laughs> yeah, the way, that was that was the seventh bugs. one, Neil. You missed that one. Um, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with the grid on that one. The the banning, uh, the banning people that cheat in GAC. I'll just I, keep I, them. I no, 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 no. I don't think they should be banned. I think the accounts should be deleted. Oh, better, better. Whatever form, I, I think, I, you permanently know, I get think, rid of them. Yeah, you, 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 kick, you kick them off, you give them a chance to redress, and if it's proven that they're a cheat, it's like, bye-bye account. Delete yeah, it. I'm cool with that, you yeah, know, just you, delete you are the not account. Buying, you are not buying your way back into this game. You are not, it's, do not go, you know, it's, it's go to jail. It's, you know, it's, it's basically a death sentence in the game. Your account yeah. is gone. Forget about it. Delete. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, delete it. That's a better word than ban. <laughs> uh, let I've been calling for this one for the longest time. Let us practice Watt Cam missions through the journey guide whenever we want for no rewards. Yes. If it's Absolutely. in the drain their rosters, yeah. If you're in the, if it's in the journey guide, you should be able to practice it or play it whenever it is available. Absolutely the only exception would be the one year, you know, like like Luke, like Malik, and and stuff like that when it first came out. Oh, yeah, gotcha. The one yeah, year, yeah, the one year cadence. Yeah, those, without yeah, rewards. Yeah. yeah, without rewards. But without, without rewards. rewards. But yeah, it. But I, still, for 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 those one year cadence, if it's territory battles, yeah, all the yeah. time playable without rewards, so you could practice it. Yeah, but. Even the then, other, yeah, the other Johnny Guide stuff, yeah, that's yeah, I got you. Um, it's just I don't get why they wouldn't let us do that. It's such a stupid mission, anyways. Like, just let us practice it. It yeah. doesn't harm you. It doesn't. All. It does not. No ticket system for GLs. We worked for six months to a year for that. Yep. Um, I'll meet you halfway. Ticket system for the ultimate. But that, not I was about unlock. to say, yeah, I, I think I think that that is a happy. I think that's a a relatively good compromise. So you get it at seven stars, so that you can start gearing it up, 
and you only have to do tickets for the ultimate. I, I, would, then, I would say that that's a happy medium. Okay. Compromise. I would say then I would cut it from the 10 attempts down to like... Oh, yeah. T t either oh, one oh, yeah, not or like attempts. three uh -huh. tops. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, can, I can compromise with that, but I just... It doesn't... Tickets, yeah. Yeah, tickets, I just... Ticket, I don't get it, yeah. man. We just already grinded for it. a year on this. Just let us have it. Ships. Let us have it. I disagree with you on ships. Okay. Ships is the <laughs> yeah, ultimate... <what> surprise. <laughs> now, ships is the ultimate underdog test. You're a ship elitist, though, Paul. <laughs> You're a ship elitist, and you know it. I'm a ship aficionado. I wouldn't call myself an elitist. <laughs> Okay, okay. But um agree to disagree. It, it <laughs> in my opinion the less you put the the less you put on defense, you open yourself up for more offense. Having more than you can play with. You know, some guys just want the handful. Yeah. It's it all comes down to the fact that you are playing with your roster, not, and you're trying to make smart decisions. Do I add an extra defense here? But you want 69 more ships and five more capital ships. <laughs> I, just, so, I, I want options. Um, was was am, there significance to the 69? <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, no, I'm just, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm sick of it being so, I mean, uh, there's there's so many options like i'm just i'm sick of ever since ships came out it was you have one dominating meta and then you're absolutely screwed out of that and then another thing gets added and then you kind of had this moment of things kind of go back forth you know like at first is rebels and then you had negotiator dominate and then you had negotiator malevolence and then uh and now we have um executor, executor. like i'm sick of this cadence of just like you have one option and otherwise screw you like just give us more options that's all i'm asking there are so many ships so many capital ships so many unique ways that you can come up with capital ships and pilots to just give people more options it's not that difficult just give us more options mm. <laughs> they don't have to be the best fleets but like you got mace who doesn't even count for anything and then you have like rebels and Empire are kind of in a similar sort of range. Then Negotiator, Malevolence, and then way up there, you got Executor. And that's, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of it. It's so stupid. It's just, I just want more options. Bring a Conquest counterpart to the earlier GLs. Mm -hmm. Maybe bring another Conquest out. Um, I hate, I hate that there's a tier system within the GLs. I agree. That, GLs that is, that when they announced disgusting. it, GLs were on par GLs with other GLs. Exactly. Always going to be on par, and they would always have. There's always been a rock paper scissors. That's great. That's beautiful. Because if you went for C, you could dominate JML, but then you'd probably lose to SOKR. Blah 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 blah. Now all of a sudden you got these guys clumped here, and then you got JMK. Once again, you don't got to do it. <laughs> Stupid. Cut the price. Cut the price of every pack. Hyperdrive is now thirty to fifty dollars. I I like keeping it at fifty dollars from now on. Mm -hmm. This every uh, pack is fifty cents to twenty five dollars. I don't care. I 
don't care about their bottom line anymore at all. <laughs> I am no longer giving them the excuse. They do not have to work. This is, I, I want to make this abundantly clear. I have nothing against any employee at CG. I'm talking about business practices that could be not coming the from EA. Yeah, practices, the not people, the people are great. Crumb, fantastic person. I love him. Doja, Meathead, they're great people. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about business practices. Yeah. And, and f- yes. And frankly, I don't care anymore. It is, you are telling me I can spend a hundred dollars on something and not even get a character maxed. That is beyond ridiculous. And if you told somebody that you could go buy a Carbonti for 50 cents, who wouldn't buy a Carbonti for 50 cents? Like, let's be real. I'd buy, I'd buy 10. And if somebody in the, (laughs) you know, the other little thing that I threw down there was, was a gear pack, like a gear. Yeah. Yeah. Take your one character from level one, zero one. And you just buy this one pack and it takes it to level 85 and you go straight to relic zero or whatever for 13 relic zero. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, 20 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever. That's all of a sudden worth it to me. But this, this, this bull crap of buying one gear piece in one gear level that requires six for like 20 bucks each. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No more, it, no more BS gambling. Um, I, I, I know it, you got to get to uh gridsy session here. So we got, we're going yeah, to okay. fly through this a little bit quicker. Yep. Um, no more BS gambling five to three thirty. Yes. I, the, my favorite time that I ever enjoyed spending money on this game was the separatists droidica 12 piece minimum 12 shard oh, yeah, minimum yeah. Mm-hmm. that was the best yeah and like, i had no well, problem yeah. that it was a instead of that it was uh what 2100 instead of 1599 yeah it's it's gambling like yeah th- this is this is yeah. a mobile game and i know At there's the- not a lot of children that are playing it but this is gambling. At the same you're playing, time, you're playing a slot system to see if you're going to hit the jackpot, and that's extremely predatory. You say that's low, not okay. You say lower the price, guarantee worth. I have always looked at the packs as I'm buying five shards. Yes, I may always. get more. Yep. But you have to quantify that you're going to get five shards out of this. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, and I <laughs> and I think five is beyond Five's insulting. Ast- yeah, it is. That That's that just... is astronomically wrong, but we've seen it for the longest time that it's become commonplace to some. Yeah. Uh bring some crystals back to arena. I think that they should just do something different, a different arena store, in my okay. opinion. Yeah. With, I can get behind with that. the core gear. Yes. The the Carbontes. The Give cuffs. Us the Carbontes, yes. I would, I would be okay with that too. I just, it feels like it's, I forget about it. I mean, I don't, I don't do, I do my one arena for the daily. Uh, I forget about the store. I, I, I just, it's useless for the, for the most part. I know some people, there's still occasionally a gear piece that shows up in there. I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm, I'm glad that uh, that's there, but I wish the the times that happened were basically opposite that it would be important enough for me to check it and be like, there's my Carbontes, there's my stun cuffs, there's my stun guns, there's my Kairos. Like, give me something, because right now, nobody cares. There's just, it's a waste of time. Something that we we 
poured our heart and soul into for five years and we're just like okay well cap capital ship events shouldn't be once as as you said once a year i, <laughs> I know think, it's not once a year, i think but... all capital ship events should follow the initial capital ship event cadence every three days and twice on sunday like you said yeah i i i i, I did not fact check this but somebody said it was like 20 odd months to get executor and once again we're talking you want me to plan my life around a mobile game for two years <laughs> like are you i i'm not asking for even like one month i'm just saying are you kidding me two years we're talking like tops most things should be like three months so yeah if you know once every three days twice on sunday whatever it is um I think that's, I don't get why it has to be so long. Just, we did all the work. We're here. We took these stupid characters to relics yeah. for this garbage thing to have the most <laughs> overpowered, stupid ship in the game. <laughs> Let us get it. I'm this, sick of it. This next one is the one that I, I actually stood up and applauded when I read it and was going, yes, Grid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that this should be a new calendar. Free, mind you. Every month, free. Every month, you get a seven-day rotation calendar. Cairo, Cairo, Carbanti, Stun Gun, Stun Cuff, Zeta, Omicron. It, there's no reason and that can't be And it's five of each of, the, each of the pieces. Yeah, it's just a nice little... Dude, that's a month. That's a month. Yeah. And you would get, what, at most, or, what, four Zetas? What about... Maybe... Give us a, you know an extra one on the last day or something. But what like, about instead of having to do a monthly calendar to keep you engaged? What if it was a weekly calendar? Grab it on sure. Sunday. Yep. There yep. you go. That would be that would be great if they want to up the player engagement. They want to get you even more addicted. Yes, Sunday you can pop and you can grab more stuff. Like if you did seven days in a row, you got your whatever you know stung. Maybe they start with the carbon. I don't whatever form. You make it to Sunday, seven days in a row, boom, we'll give you an extra. Uh, that's your little loot pack. You get one more extra something of those seven things. You get an additional five Kairos or an additional Zeta or an addition, you know, a random one more day doubles up. Daily, like, da daily reward for finishing all the stuff is 100 to 500 crystals and yep. a chance at a full gear piece. Yep. Why not? I, lo I love these ideas. Fun milestone rewards, like every time you hit 1 million, you get a gear pack. Yeah, here you go. You you, you reached your your 100th 7th star. Thanks for playing our game for so long. Here's a little gear piece for you. Enjoy those characters. Oh, you got another million GP? Congratulations, that takes a long time. That was a lot of hard work and effort. Here's a Zeta. I don't care. <laughs> Just full like, Zeta, mind you. Full Zeta. Full Zeta. Why is it yeah. so hard to say thanks for playing our game and giving us billions of dollars? Because it's not the anniversary or May the 4th. <laughs> Although May the 4th, they didn't even give us a full Zeta, which was like, are you kidding me? I mm. fully disagree with this one. Fix GAC matchmaking to include key stats, characters, mods, ships, etc., not just win-loss. I love the new system. Mm, okay. because uh, because if whoever i matched up with the majority of the time because as neil says there's always an exception to a rule oh, the majority of the time 
I'm as good with my roster as you are with yours. I have had more 5 to 10 point losses in this system than mm. I did in the previous one. I've had more 5 to 10 point wins in the yeah. pre in this system than the previous one. It's working. To quote Anakin himself, it's working. It's working. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd still, I'd still like the groups to. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I'd like the, 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 not so much the matchmaking to change, but once the matchmaking's done, make it more equitable by taking the person with the lowest GP, and uh, you know, take the top, take the top eighty or the top one hundred, then the person with the lowest GP in the group of eight, everyone then gets equalized to that GP. So you don't alter a person's top end of their roster. What they've really, really worked on. But having some, you, you know what it's like, Grid. Sometimes you might go up against someone that has a kitchen sink that's got 2 million more GP than you. And yeah. you're thinking, you said, no, no matter how good or how skillful you are, they can just cheese their way through your, and you can't cheese your way through them. Uh, so I, I think there, there are ways to make it a little bit more equitable. They know how to use that kitchen sink as well as you do without your kitchen sink with your little tub in the backyard drinking moonshine, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's, my, um, my kitchen sinks all gear 11s whose fault is that the the example that comes to mind is uh you guys have seen him around a lot uh raging elephant oh um, love raging. He's, he's actually he's actually since quit the game actually because of this though really um he has a beautiful account he is such a smart player he's a he's an incredible player but at the end of the day he has a ceiling. He cannot beat people unless they let him. And I don't like that because he was such a good player and he was punching above his weight group. But no matter what, he would hit a ceiling where he couldn't beat people because they had six Galactic Legends, five Galactic Legends. He was working on it, but his growth with GAC was stunted because of his progress so he would make it up and then no matter what he would hit a ceiling and he couldn't beat people just literally the way that the roster is was, and then he would get knocked down and but he was, was he going punished. six and six in a in a season no he wasn't able to he couldn't he couldn't even get six could he get no. five I, I don't know what his exact record was but it was a losing record he if if he won it was like Surprise, surprise, because just every he got to that point. He's such a good player. He got to the point. He couldn't he couldn't play against those rosters. It just unless again, if they the player said, OK, I'm not going to put my six Galactic Legends on defense so you can actually face my roster and beat things, then he could beat them. But if it was any, you know, normal minded player, for the most part, not even some God tier player, just Somebody that's like, oh, I have Galactic Legends, you don't, so I'll put him on defense, and then he couldn't win. And it just broke my heart because he's such a good player, and it just crushed him. So I, I think this matchmaking, while win and loss, is a step in the right direction. Um, I think taking into account some of these other aspects, and I'm not saying it has to be perfect. I'm not saying it has to be three GLs to three GLs. Like, it'll always happen. But I, I think just opening that door to say... We want to get you guys a little bit closer in matchmaking to make this a little bit fair so that we avoid the extremes. 
no GLs versus six GLs, one versus five. Like the game doesn't work that way. You will lose unless your player, your, your opponent, opponent doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not. DNS, I don't like that. Yeah, and, just, and, and, and that, that's not a win. You, you, yeah, you haven't. You haven't won. Your players just lost by default because you yes. did nothing in order to achieve victory. That's super hollow. I've been there. I've been there where I have five and I go against somebody. He had none. And I was like, I literally sent him a message. I was like, sorry. I, yeah. All, he just my didn't one play. And twos, all my one and twos were from bad weeks. And the one was thanks to somebody DNSing or, you know, um, not putting their GLs on defense and me going, okay, thank you. Thank you, Aaron Jesus. Yeah. Thanks for letting me play. Like, how sad is that? Yeah. So. Your, your last one. Inter guild challenge mode for fun and practice to be able to join events together. Once again, really f- a sandbox yeah. mode. Sandbox. How? What about? And I, and I've said this for the longest time. Allow you to challenge your allies using ally points. Why not? Like, why not? I, I I even when I was writing this actually that the join events together I didn't elaborate on that too much I was even considering like mini raids like imagine the um like the accolade mission the accolade mission is interesting because there's actually like three teams right there's the accolade which is technically fighting everyone and then you got your pair of jedis and then you're the geos how cool would that be if you went into something like that and one of your guildmates like live was controlling the Jedi and you're controlling geos and you're fighting in Ackley. Obviously that doesn't work because you guys have to fight each other too. But the concept of why, like, why not, why not fight each other or what, fight what? each other? Yeah. I mean, just like this concept of having a live interaction with a guild mate and you guys do whatever event it is together. Like, let's even talk about like some assault battles just for fun. Like the, uh, the, the ATAT or sorry, the, uh, ATSD, like, bring in another team and let you fight alongside a guild mate and do this live interaction, fighting a little mini raid boss or something. Just like, why not just for fun or let us do five V five against each other. Keep, but also little things like that. Keep the, I, I love your idea and your accolade idea kind of inspired me. Make it a Geonosis arena hollow table where yeah. everybody's fighting each other. Grab, grab 10, you know, or 20, 25, whatever, you know, grab 20 guild mates. Just, just have it go open. Whoever wants to play, you start, you pick a Jedi, you pick a super B2, or you pick a, you know, Mace or Django or, you know, one of the Acklays, one of the little Geos, who cares? You guys all just get some person and you guys just go fight. Like it would just be fun. Why not? And that completes the list that you put on there that I wanted to bring you on to talk about. And I I think that uh, we've kind of talked it out a little bit better, in my opinion. I I, I think we could refine this list and, you know, actually be community managers. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, So obviously the way that I wrote it was much more aggressive. I was was in the thick of COVID and very frustrated and angry and mad. And so, um, but this is kind of the tone that I wanted to give off of, um, uh, simply put, uh, I, I just, I don't accept the excuses anymore. I don't, and I don't care. Uh, I just don't accept their excuses anymore. They're not valid, um, in my personal opinion. And I want to see more love given to the players that have dedicated six plus years, 
you know, at this point to this game, I, I, this doesn't feel like asking for a lot. And so, when people say like it is, I'm like, nope, this is not asking for a lot. This is decency. You're this saying that it's decency. not okay, and you're tired of pretending that it is. Exactly. All right, so we're going to see Gridden in Joker makeup next week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I know oh, nothing's so going to change. That's actually how I ended the post was uh, basically saying uh, this is pretty much a useless post anyways because I know nothing's going to change, sadly. I maintain that, but I'm at least going to act as a voice to say that. I'm just, I'm going to try, but nothing's we, we probably going to happen. We do appreciate you, Gridden, <laughs> a lot. A lot, a lot. Absolutely. Neil, anything else before we send him off to Gridsy sessions? No, let's uh, let, let him get away to the let him get away to Heinzy so that he can do his Gridsy session. Yeah, Grid, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you for taking pleasure a little extra mind. time as well. I know yeah. Heinzy is waiting for you. Do me a favor, just have Heinzy mention the Hondo thing. We're thirty-two signatures away. Oh, sweet. We yeah. need to get to five hundred. That that's that's that that's my <laughs> wish. Can can you make a wish for me? Can you grant me my make-a-wish? <laughs> I will pass it along to him. You can be sure of that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, check him out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gridden, G-R-I-D-A-N underscore, underscore. That's two underscores because he's twice as special. <laughs> Coming up in this break, the latest episode, once again, of Dickie and the Noob. And then, I don't know if we'll get Patreon's choice. We'll see what time we come back right after these messages right here on the Escape Pod. Hot Bot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Padawans. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N.com slash the escape pod and sign up today thank you for supporting and listening to the escape podcast vicky this really is not what i was expecting when i found out we were taking in a child 
I get you, noob. Rona isn't exactly what I was expecting either. She can be a little abrasive, yes, but I'm sure she'll grow on you. Grow on me? Like a fungus? She's a teenager. It's a rough time for anyone, and she's had it hard, left with only an assassin droid with no personality to take care of her. Besides, she could be the key to finding Hondo. She's been on this ship for three days, and I've considered launching her out of an escape pod 3,688 times. Literally. Um, like, there's nothing to drink on this ship. This is totally lame. I always hated this rust bucket. We filled the water reservoir when we left Stujan, and there's, like, a year's supply of Jawa juice and blue milk. So please, stop complaining. Um, I need a little something stronger, Capiche? Rona, you're 13. You shouldn't be touching that stuff. Whatever. Don't project your human values on me, old man. Weak ways mature faster. I've been smoking death sticks since I was, like, nine. You know that alien physiology is part of my programming, right? Weak ways mature at the same rate as regular meat bags. Look, I'll make you a deal. If this lead you gave us pans out, I'll fill the freezer with thalassiron ice cream. My dad let me do whatever I want. I hate you guys. But this lead is totally legit. M1K30 was my dad's top informant. If any knows, knows where he is, it's him. M1K30. Why does that name seem so familiar? We're arriving at Crescent. God, I can't wait to get off this ship. Hey, uh, I'm looking for M1K30. Do you know where I can find him? That's me. You're human? Why do you have a droid name? I need to conceal my true identity. I could get in real trouble revealing all the top secret information I have. Just call me Mike. You hid the name Mike as M1K3. Oh boy. Don't listen to my droid. We're bounty hunters. We're looking for Hondo Onaka. We've been hired to bring him to the hollow tables. Can you point us in the right direction? Well, let me first say that the future of the galaxy is quite extensive. With exciting new game modes, new characters, we all love and exciting GAC changes that are universally loved. Uh, okay, but what does this have to do with Hondo? It's funny you should ask that. Today, my super secret, super accurate sources have informed me that behind the scenes, Kathleen Kennedy has been removed from her position and stripped of all her power over at Lucasfilm. And Hondo will be making all the decisions moving forward. What are you talking about? I've also been told that once in power, Hondo will retcon the sequels, essentially erasing them all from Star Wars media. And that before watching any further Star Wars content, you will be required to be mind-wiped by a Jedi and totally forget their existence. So you're trying to tell me that Hondo is at some movie studio? What does this have to do with the Hollow Tables? All existing Resistance characters on the Hollow Table will be converted to Gungans, and all First Order characters will become forgotten enemies from the Clone Wars. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren will become Darth Jar Jar. Can we speak to one normal person on this journey? Normal? There's nothing normal about what's going on behind the scenes at Capital Games. My sources tell me that they've put a meathead in charge while the community has been blessed with the addition of a crumlet to the community. 
Well, that's the first thing you've said that makes sense. Sense? You sense it too? There is a great disturbance in the Force. My sources are now telling me that after being removed from her position, Kathleen Kennedy has become a Force ghost and is now more powerful than you can possibly imagine. She has reinstated the sequel trilogy and is putting three Disney Plus shows into production. The first show will be an entire season of Finn trying to tell Ray that he's Force-sensitive. He won't be doing anything, you know, necessarily dangerous. She'll just keep interrupting him. Then there's the buddy comedy with BB-8 and D.O. going on a coming-of-age journey to the wine country of Naboo. And finally, there's a comedy from Maz's Cantina where John Ratzenberg will play the role of Chris Cliven. Do you think that if we walk away really slowly, Noob, he'll notice? Notice? We'll be given three days' notice to farm all the Ewoks to Relic 7 for our new legendary, Sindel the Little Girl. This is the little girl that Drew Barrymore played at the Ewok movies. This event will be available for only four hours and will never return. Also, my sources say that Drew Barrymore will be reprising her role, but that's for another... that's for another thing. Uh, I'm afraid to say anything right now. Anything? I'm now being told that Kathleen Kennedy is retconning me. I have been erased from history, but Dave Filoni has made me canon again in the Filoni-verse. Did you see that? Did I just flicker out and back into existence? Whoa. Am I in the Matrix? Matrix? Keanu Reeves confirmed as Revan? Wait, no. Bob Chapek just had lunch with his daughter, who said Keanu Reeves would totally never go to the dark side and has scrapped the entire project. This guy actually makes me miss Rona. Rona? Oh, oh no. Is she here? I'm out of here. Oh, thank God. See, Rona just saved us. I guess, but please tell me we're not getting her any ice cream. Oh god, no, but unfortunately we're no closer to finding Hondo. Did somebody say Hondo? You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we are. It's the end of the show. <laughs> and, so, and, no. and Bob is still in sleep mode. Yeah, still no Bob. Bob's still in sleep mode. We'll, don't, we'll, we'll square the AI away for next week. Don't worry. Yeah. So, Neil, what do you got coming up on the uh, channel this week? Um, GAC. Um, more GAC. And I might do some, I might do some more runes of magic. In yeah, fact, that was fun. Uh, in fact, I probably will do some. <clears throat> I probably will do some more rooms of magic. Actually, yeah. I did a couple of. I did a couple of sessions. I did a four-hour session, and I did a three-hour session. Um, just sat drinking coffee, um, and uh, yeah. So I'll do some GAC, and I'll do some rooms of magic for sure. Definitely rune and chill. Absolutely rune and chill. Yeah. Um, we're uh, still playing Kirby on Vault Thirty Seven Studios. Having fun with that. Uh, We'll likely do that again uh, on Sunday. Looking forward to hopefully seeing some of you guys there. 29 more signatures as we're going off the air. 29 more signatures needed in the Hondo petition. I need to get there by 9 a.m. on uh, tomorrow morning, Eastern. 9 a.m. Eastern, tomorrow morning. Get us to 500. Spread the word. 
and you know, blow the conch shell. We are not going to be able to uh, get to Patreon's choice this week, but we'll save all the questions that are in there for next week. Neil, anything else before mm-hmm. we wrap it up? No, oh, good to go, mate. And once again, after the events of the past few weeks, listen closely. Be nice to each other, damn it. Neil? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods. Close down the circuit. Evacuate the suit. Self-destruct mechanism has been activated. Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here. Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works. This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.